Hi, this is Elena Merlis with Earth Connections. I have Joseph Chamis with me today of Gratitude Garden Farm. He is somebody who I've looked up to for at least eight years. I've been buying his uh, gourmet and medicinal mushrooms as well as other produce. And people are always asking me where I get these beautiful mushrooms. Well, this is the place. Hi, Joseph, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm, I'm good, I'm good. Finally get contact on this podcast, been wanting to do it for a while. And uh, good. yeah, we're doing great. We're doing wonderful. Good. Thank you for inviting us on. I'm happy to have you. So I, I always ask my guests this, this question, um, and now yeah. it's your turn. When did you develop a consciousness for how the earth supports us? Um, I was a little oblivious to health and nutrition and food and, and everything that I'm into right now. Um, but, you know, it takes, sometimes it takes a little things to wake people up, you know? Um, so I obviously had a health scare a while back and, uh, you know, I use nutrition as a, as a, as a way to, to heal faster and, and uh, get back up and running again. And it really, uh, really helped save my life. Um, not just nutritionally wise, but everything, you know, cleansing, um, eliminating uh, negative emotions, all these different things. So I think that uh, it was about 12 years ago I, I started to, to, to kind of open my eyes on what's going on in the nutrition world, food, um, things I was putting in my body, and I realized that it does make a large impact. So uh, yes. about 12 years ago, is when I started noticing. So. Yes, and when did you start farming? Um, around that time, I started growing my own food. Uh, probably around ten years ago, I started growing my own food in my backyard. Mm -hmm. I had, uh, you know, two or three raised beds, and then I went to like five raised beds, then I went to ten raised beds. And <laughs> every inch of the front yard, side of the house, back of the house was completely packed with food and I also had some fruit trees. I used to have neighbors that would come up and they would try to, they would want to buy veggies. Uh -huh. And I remember we used to just do a lot of uh, like swapping, like I would give them some sprouts or I would give them some broccoli or give them whatever I was growing at the time and they would give me like some of their mangoes and some bananas. So we would like have like a community little trade-off thing. It was really cool. Yeah, but nice. that's kind of what got me. That kind of got me my passion ignited for growing my own food. Mm -hmm. um, and it just tasted just so much better. I mean, it's like night and day. I mean, by the time you get your food on your table, where it's come from, probably from California or Honduras or Guatemala, wherever it's come from, mm -hmm. it's been sitting on a truck for like two weeks. Right. So you're not really eating live, fresh food. You know, it's nothing like people that grow their own food and they pick it and eat it. Uh, it's no comparison. I mean, they know. Yes. If you know, you know. Yes, <laughs> so. it's true. 100%. Yeah. It's true. And how about mushrooms? When did you start doing that? Mushrooms was something where, um, you know, growing food was a challenge in itself, but mushrooms was another level of challenge for, for me um, and for, for us for, at our farm because um, it's a very different, it's not easy to get into. It's, it's, it's like science. It's like combining science with nature. It's kind of what it is. Um, so you have a technical side, you also have a, you know, agricultural side, you know, nature kind of, you know, try to mimic nature. It was really, 
it's a really uh, interesting field, mycology, and we we started off baby steps, you know. Uh, we didn't try to do everything A to Z right off the bat because you're guaranteed to fail if you start from A to Z. It's a, it's a lot of information to take in. So, you know, we started off with fruiting and then making our own blocks and then fruiting our own blocks and then using our, making our own spawn. And, and we had different steps alongside it. But we find mushrooms very interesting because you're able to grow some amazing gourmet, delicious, unique mushrooms. Yes. And we're able to grow medicinal kind of mushrooms like turkey tail, reishi, uh, lion's mane, which is also a culinary mushroom. Yes. Um, so we have some that are culinary, some that are strictly medicinal. You know? Yes. And and you you also make tinctures. We do. We do. We do uh, dual extractions, which are pretty hard to, to find because they're a lot of work. And contract manufacturers don't usually make extractions so it's usually small mushroom farms mm -hmm. that you'll see that have fuel extractions and fuel extraction is an alcohol cold extraction with a tea extraction a hot extraction so it's combined together so you've got polysaccharides from the hot extraction you have the terpenes and neurotrophs from the cold extraction so uh, you have a dual extraction meaning two different methods to extract the benefits of the medicinal mushroom and that's what we do that's what we like to do I see. Because I've been taking that for a long time. Um, yeah. th there are many studies about um, the medicinal mushroom tinctures, um, yeah. reducing the amount of tumor cells, um, etc. Et are you familiar with them? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't like to make any uh, claims necessarily claims on that, but I do know uh, that there is some. A lot of studies in regards to turkey tail and breast cancer. Yes. Um, so that let's say someone is going through traditional treatment in conjunction with traditional treatment, turkey tail um, can really help boost the T cell levels mm -hmm. in order for your body to bounce back and actually help, um, you know, yes, help with your help with your treatment. So you're not. You know, debilitated because a lot of chemo, as you know, if anyone's ever done chemo or knows anyone that's done chemo, yes. they have to check your levels to make sure that your platelets are okay and your T cells are, are all right to be able to bounce back before they hit you with some more chemo. Right. Um, but, you know, a lot of people go down the chemo road. Some have to, some don't have a choice. Yes. Um, you know, it, it, it's very tricky, man. You know, I'm not. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't love chemo and I don't, and I, but I know sometimes it, it might be necessary. Yes. It's, it's a difficult one. Yes. It's a difficult one to swallow that one for me. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I have to go based on what I see, not based on what I believe. Correct. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. So as much as I believe in alternative and natural medicine and, and this and that, sometimes that doesn't work because it's deeper than that. You know, Correct. so, um, you know, it's, a, it's, it's, <laughs> this is a very tough subject for me. Yes. Yeah. So, so here you, yeah, uh, I, I have the same, I have the same, um, the same way of looking at it. If, especially if there's no choice, but what I do know is that trying to keep your body healthy and as strong as possible during that time of chemo is 
very important. And things like mushroom tinctures can be very helpful. Yes, yeah. you want to you want to protect you want to you want to protect yourself, obviously, um, from what you're doing, and then obviously detox afterwards. Um, you know, you're gonna you know, depending on hopefully you only have to go through it one time if you do go through it. Yes. Um, and then you can start blasting your body with nutrition, start working on emotions. I mean, I think emotions is actually one of the most under, it's just overlooked. Yes. It's just really overlooked when it comes to, let's say we're talking about cancer or any really degenerate or, you know, life-threatening disease is usually, say, stems from, a emotional stressor uh, that eventually shuts down your immune system, puts you in fight or flight. If your body's in fight or flight, your immune system doesn't work properly, and then anything can come in and take you out. You know, in a way. Yes. Um, it's something. It's, it's crash with that. It's, out, it's multi. But, it's a multimodal approach. You know, you have to look at it from many different angles. I I agree with you. <laughs> I just feel that nutrition isn't going to help you if you're in fly or flight. That's true. And then chemo is not going to help you if you're in fly or flight. It will get, it will put a bandaid on it, but then it comes right back. So mm. at the end of the day, you need to eliminate the root cause, which is probably emotional, mental stressors that you need to release. And then also, you know, compensate with treatment okay. of whatever you decide you want to go to. But, People underlook the emotional mental stressor. It puts your body in fight or flight. No matter what, your body doesn't know the difference between being stressed about a bad marriage, a bad job, a bad life, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Your body doesn't recognize the difference than that situation being stressed or being chased by a tiger. Yeah. It puts your body in a middle state. It doesn't know the difference. Yeah. So if you're in that state, and your body's always in the fight or flight state, your body isn't focusing on healing what it needs to do, it's focused on fight or flight. Mm -hmm. So therefore, if that's constantly triggered, you're not gonna heal. So you're gonna eliminate that stressor, whatever that may be, it might be different for each person. But right. that is the first place you should, I would, yeah. in my humble opinion, is where I would look. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then try to work on that wherever way you can, psychotherapy, I don't know. Whatever way it is that you're able to release those negative emotions, yeah, and get your body out of, and get your body out of fight or flight. Especially, especially can, now, especially now with between pandemic and I mean, this there's, there's just so much going on, and any way you can support yeah. your your emotional health, physical health, yeah. I think these are very important times to practice what you're talking about. Well, not yeah, and I, I want to add to that. Um, mm -hmm. You definitely, you can add some adaptogens into your diet. So adaptogens will help your body not get eaten up by the stress. It helps your body not, you know, it helps with stress regulation and it stops your body from going into fight or flight. So adaptogens are great. I think ashwagandha is an adaptogen. I think you've got reishi. We grow some reishi. We do some reishi tool extractions. Those are great. Um, you know, so I mean, just Google adaptogen foods. Yeah. Um, the the reishi and ashwagandha are the two I know. Uh, we do we do have a reishi extract, so that one is great for that. Yes. So I everyone going through any kind of disease or illness should definitely, in my opinion, be on some sort of adaptogens for 
stress, obviously, and then obviously turkey tail for boosting the T cells if they're doing chemo or whatever they're doing. Even if they're not, but I would use it as a junction, you know, as not not as a uh, right as a therapy. Right. Part you know, of so. part of the reason why I I love your farm so is not just because of what you guys grow, but because of your passion for trying to help and trying to help people. And even this discussion, it tells me who's growing it, what kind of energy goes into the growing of the food. And it gives me trust. And sure. yeah, it, it just makes me feel better about buying food from you, which is so interesting. Um, you know, uh, we appreciate that. That, that's a huge part of what we do. You know, we work with the local community and it's, you know, not everybody wants to do what we do. Not everyone wants to grow their food, you know, but they don't want to buy it off a huge corporation that only has profit in mind, you know? Yes. So, yes. And, and not only you, but the people that you hire who are in the various farmers markets, they are, yeah, they have such good energy. You feel so good buying from them. It's, it's just, I don't know how you do that, but you pick just the right people. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, I can get anyone to do those markets, but um, if, if they don't love what they do and they don't, I'm not passionate about it. I don't, I don't want them doing the market. Mm -hmm. I don't want this to be just a paycheck. So uh -huh. it's not. So you know, there's lots of things you can get just for a paycheck. Farming and being in this world is not, in the farming world, it's not easy. Farmers markets, farming, this lifestyle is not easy, difficult. Yeah. And you can make a lot more money doing other things with a lot less physical exertion and stress. Right. But I, I, love, I love it. You know, I love it. And, um, but we want to, I also want to hinder my, you know, I understand the importance of not being stressed out and overdoing it, you know, and, yes. you know, the last couple of years, my wife and I have definitely hit breaking points with the farm. It's just been a lot of work, you know, hundred hour a week, work weeks and, you know, no sleep, doing markets, just crunching. And we had no employees. It was me, my wife, and maybe one guy. And then, you know, then it just got to the point where we hired a few more people and then they help us at markets, but we did everything ourselves. Yeah. at the beginning and it's a lot you know um but uh, you know we got so it's i'm happier where we are now we've kind of specialized in mushroom niche and uh making products and uh, you know we grow some veggies too but it's obviously not what we focus on a lot of you know it's just for you guys we do it for you guys right you know for the people that just want local veggies that's the only reason why we grow it also, I, I remember how generous you were with um, information um, about um, growing ginger and turmeric. You would tell people, you know, you can take a piece and plant it if you want. And I used to think to myself, that's so nice because, you know, this is your business and you're teaching people how to grow things. <laughs> I thought it was. Yeah, but, but, you know, like if somebody uses it, it, it I mean, we grow a lot of it, so yes. I mean, I'm just I'm happy if someone can grow their own. I want it's nice for them to get a feel for what it takes to actually do that. Yes, you know? because yes. I, I'm not, listen. I know, like you understand a lot of other people, but the other people go, "Oh my gosh, like that's so much money!" And then you just think about that took nine months to grow that. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. that, I had to baby that for nine months yes. to get that to you. You know, it wasn't it's not something that I get in a week. You know, so you know, it's. 
But they're like, oh, you know, eight dollars for that. I'm like, yeah, but that took nine months to grow. <laughs> um, so, so like, do you know, I could have grown like twenty different crops in the same space and made way more money. You know, right? But it's not. It's not about that, and that's why we grow different varieties of turmeric. Like we grow black turmeric, which yields nothing. It's almost extinct because right. no one grows it because it only yields half a pound a, a season. Where the other varieties, like the Hawaiian red, will yield, you know, like three, four pounds a plant. Probably like three pounds a plant. Mm. So, so uh, yeah, so it's, uh, that's why no farmers are growing the black turmeric. But we grow it because we want to do unique stuff with it, make some great products with it. Yes. So, you use that in, in one of your tinctures also, the black turmeric, correct? Uh, we have, yeah, we have black turmeric in the... Uh, the turmeric lion's mane combo, which is the black turmeric, Thai turmeric, and lion's mane, which is a really great brain formula we found. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we also use just a straight black turmeric, which is more for like inflammation and inflammation of the gut lining and, and in your body too. So it's a powerful form of curcumin. Um, and uh, to be really high, we still haven't got it tested. I'd love to get it tested to find out the curcumin rating. Mm. Um, so. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to find a lab that will test the actual cumin rating of the black turmeric. Um, so yeah, there's not a lot of information around on black turmeric other than that it's super high in curcumin, extremely medicinal, but it's extinct. So that's why I tried to find it and I found some. And I've been growing it for about four or five years now. So mm. um, yeah, pretty cool. So how, 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 do people find, how do people find you? Tell, tell us where, where we yeah, can find well, you. Yeah, well, I mean, farmers market and then online. Um, online, we sell products like fixtures and the and the golden bills and stuff like that. We sell online, uh, organicturmeric.com, uh, and then we have another website called gratitudegardenfarm.com. I don't know if that's quite live yet, uh, but we're working on it. But organicturmeric.com is definitely uh, live, mm -hmm. um, and we're also at Delray Farmers Market through the summer for the summer the summer. Uh, we're at uh, Palm Beach Gardens uh, through the summer too, part, partial, partially through the summer. And then we're also at Swank Market, so I think June, July. So you can always, you can always find us at one of those markets. Um, okay. Yeah, two on Saturday, one on Sunday. That sounds terrific. Okay, so that people will know how to find you. That's wonderful. Um, yeah, and they can check to garden, uh, at Gratitude Garden Farm uh, on Instagram and on Facebook. And we'll be listing where we are and where we're going to be uh, uh, every weekend. So you'll know where we are. Okay. Terrific. That's great. I appreciate yeah. your time and your knowledge and your care. Most of all, you're, you're you. a very caring human being and you haven't gotten <laughs> lost in the shuffle of things. So I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Leah. I really appreciate all your support, everything you've done since the time we've met you. You've been amazing. <laughs> Customer, and friend, and, and a great person to know. I really appreciate my your energy and uh, what you do for everyone at the farmers market too. Support all us local yes. farmers, and we uh, we love that. We appreciate you. Thank you. I thank you so much. Have a beautiful yeah. day. Lots of blessings to you, you and and to your staff and your family. And I appreciate your time. You. Be well. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye.